<laughs> and you're listening to Live from the Path, coming from the Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. Who is acting like a juvenile? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I got a lot of sass in my eyebrows that I just wasn't aware of. I don't know what that means. I feel like I feel like the hat might might really frame it up. Yeah. Like it's a lot more than I wanted to. You know what Boob is like a he's like a metaphor. Like have you ever tried to capture air in a bag? Like you think it's gonna be like a hot air balloon. Like you're gonna whip it around the room and then the bag will become full and you will instantly seal it. And then there will be a pressurized airbag. But once you've done it and seal it up, there's nothing in the bag. Wow. And then you're it's just a full blown disappointment. That's is how I feel about Poopa. Oh. <laughs> I've been going to therapy recently wow. for my self-esteem and a... my self-worth. About when Mike says that I'm a, <laughs> I'm a disappointing bag of air that just turned out to not actually be anything. <laughs> it's not often. You had no I value so to my life. When I feel compared to a bag of nothing a clear that bag. you were super excited about, like... The activity of acquiring it felt great. It has a lot but of potential. When you got it. There was no. no sustenance to it at all. No, it was just a bag of air and a dude with some sassy eyebrows. This metaphor is like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I was I was real worried about it. Actually, I didn't follow where that was. Why are you trying to capture air in a bag? Yeah, I'm not certain why you're trying to grab the sky in your Ziploc, but whatever. I gotta have it tested for allergies. <laughs> Don't talk about my house. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, thanks for uh, joining us on Live from the Path. We uh, appreciate you having, hanging out with us uh, this week. Uh, so here's what we got on the docket. So I did. there were a couple interesting things uh, in the old news. So first of all, uh, and everybody loves this one, social media influencer Ollie London has detransitioned after converting to Christianity. Hmm. So I... This is in, this is an interesting thing because the question is if we think God is is present in these types of situations and then the 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 question is is like what are the impl- like one we can't be surprised that God is working in those um and then what are the implications for folks of which this is actually happening because like it's it's a super precarious position um to to be someone who I I guess if you want to think of the modern winds of culture celebrating your life choices and then finding yourself on the opposite side of that freaking hurricane. Uh, that's mm-hmm. gotta be a rough, that's a rough toe. Um, and, and it's interesting to think about, uh, just in general, uh, b- b- countercultural life choices, mm-hmm. like things when the rest of the world looks at you, it goes and, and, and goes, there's no way, man. Uh, you like, you were, we were for you and now we are like, so against you. Right. Uh, as a, as a block of folk. And so, uh, interesting, I kind of want to read the article uh, and just give it a little bit of a, of one, some exposure, and then just kind of talk through some of the implications of that. Uh, also, and we, it's been a while since we talked about this, but like uh, Sadie Robertson, is, are you familiar with this person? Yeah, isn't she one of the Duck Dynasty? Yes. Child. Yes, that's right. So, oh. Yeah, Sadie, Sadie Robertson, huff. Uh, she warns the church that modesty culture can be dangerous and, uh, and push people away. And so I, we'll get into some of the details of that. And we've caught, we've, uh, you know, Buva always says modest is hottest. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, 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 there's an interesting spot. And maybe I saw this at my own house a little bit around like um, uh, when it comes, when it comes to kids, what are you laughing at? Is it because he's, he's doing not the bag of air again. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's pretending make, to be the deflating <laughs> bag of air that is my existence. Don't make the wind noise. In here, I'm against that. 
gives me the giggles. Uh, <laughs> anyway, like, um, there there is a notion, maybe just in my mind, of like kids rebelling against what feels like conservative Christianity. Um, and and I, I I don't know. I don't know if I have a warning here or not. If it's just like, well, I mean, I mean, people be rebelling or is there a way that we go about this that otherwise like it feels like you're doing a good thing for your kid, but like you're setting them up for rebellion. And like, I, like have we is that possible? Is there ways in which she could, we can we can rightly talk about what is good um, and there are ways to go about it, which otherwise kind of just springboards a, a rum springer. I'm ready. <laughs> so anyway, I, I kind of wanted to talk through that. Uh, also, we got some advice on dear life in the path. Mike, any any heads up on these? It's trouble, trouble in all the lands. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Okay, so um, this is from crosswalk.com, a uh, a website that otherwise tallies uh, jaywalking. Social media influencer Ollie London has detransitioned after converting to Christianity. A popular social media influencer has undergone a radical transformation after he surrendered his life to Jesus Christ during a season he identified as a transgender. Booba, you heard this word? I have no idea. Okay, okay. we talked one. about. This person before, didn't we? Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe on your other case, Dan. <laughs> Changing oh. genders with Dan Hudson. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Never, never mind. Go ahead. Because it was, uh, I mean, cross uh, changing ethnic and gender. And it was, it was like multiple things. Yeah, it's a, it's total, uh, it's a buffet of and, changes. And totally in. It wasn't like, yeah. no, really, I feel this way. Like surgeries. And, That's right. And, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's right. Booba was going to say something insensitive. Oh, Go sorry. ahead. I wasn't trying to say something insensitive. I just wasn't certain what the <laughs> with the original identity was and oh. what the new transgender identity was that they transitioned to. Okay, we'll get to that. So okay, let me, gotcha. I'll, I'll read this story. Here we go. Uh, according to CBN News, Ollie London underwent 32 plastic surgeries totaling over $300,000 to make him look like a Korean woman despite being born a white man. Oh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. You sleaze. He I mean, that's, further, that's commitment. That's uh, in. No, I I recognize that story more than I recognize the person's name. Mm, gotcha. That's why. Gotcha. Right, gotcha. Right. gotcha. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the win, it's uh, the, the winds are against a um, uh, a confident white man, probably like it just there, there's a lot to be to be to feel like you. Um, oh, this seems, seems weird. It's it, it's the um, I'm proud to be who I am in that particular combination. It's like it's it's uh, the, the winds are, are against it. He had further planned to travel to Bangkok, Thailand, to undergo gender reassignment surgery and to receive breast implants, but was convicted by God. It's super interesting to run into this. He said, mm-hmm. I was going to church. Now, wham. Reminder. Reminder. Yes. When people walk into your church building and you look at them and go, what's happening over there? You go, I know what's happening. They're here. They're here, and the word of the Lord is going out and about, and let people soak it in. Uh, because what a de- what a deal for someone in this uh, who, who's who's kind of looking at themselves and looking that it feels like they don't fit who they are, and still feel compelled to go to a church building where, like, they can- they have to have some conception mm-hmm. that like this may not be copacetic in here. Right. Mm-hmm. What a thing. Yeah. And, and the church is battling whether we affirm or not affirm. And, and how about if we just just let be and and let God do His thing? Yes. You know, you know, without having to affirm or not affirm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you rather be in the now? Be, let's be in the conversation. Like, there's some right. things where, like, I, I think the uh, the the fireworks happen 
when you start to press church ceremonies and things like that, right? But like past that, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, like who are you? There's an arrogance to like forcing the process that goes uh, eliminating God's time and saying, no, you must be this and right now. Yeah. That's a people problem, not a God problem. I, I have someone in my congregation who who is an alternative a lifestyle, and, mm-hmm. and and I had I loved this person enough to sit down and say, I want you to know uh, you're going to hear things that you're going to be uncomfortable with, yeah. But but we love you and you're welcome here. Yes. Uh, but but we're, we're not, I'm not going to change my teaching because yeah. you know to not hurt your feelings. I mean, we want to make sure we're, we're representing God's word, and they they respect it and want that. That's yes. why they're there. Yes. Not just to feel good. That's right. And that's yeah. super interesting, right? And I think that should jack with. What I've seen, just social media stuff, some Christians' description or what they believe to be true about folks who are dealing with concepts of transgenderism and concepts of, of even their own – we're talking ethnicity in here. We're talking about sexual orientation. Um, and like I, I think it's probably clear at this point that there's, there's, there's places of break on what we think God says is good and what, what feels like something to people. But like um, – they aren't these are still these are people these are deep people these are people who are created in the image and likeness of god they are folks who are looking out at a complicated world feeling complicated and and um sometimes disparate feelings and so like like nobody's a cartoon in here and we do the world a disservice we do the gospel a disservice when you you make people flat like this and so just again it's a church caution you just be super careful because you're not this way your sin is not this way whatever complications you have in your relationships times like whatever just everyone's doing the same thing so um anyway he said i was going to church and i was thinking why am i doing this what's the reason behind this god made me the way i am and i shouldn't be chasing this it's not right he told the outlet what a gosh what a thing that is a, that is a big statement what a huge thing. yeah that I that mean, spits in the face of a lot of trauma and doubt and identity crisis that has happened over years to be able to grab a hold of a truth of who you are as go who god calls you and that's a huge huge thing what three hundred thousand dollars trying yeah. to be yeah. someone you're not yeah. Yeah. name something else that could do that in one swipe now mm. now honestly yeah. like you know this wasn't done you like this is this was not over right right, right. Uh, as in as in having to deal with past traumas and having to look and see what life looks like going forward but like name one other drive-by like God moment that could replicate the same thing where yeah. God just shows up and goes, come on, you know, what's true about you. Listen to me. And right. then you, you're like, okay. Yeah. O- okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Well, and you know, what's super interesting about that too is cause like one of the core questions is like people searching to, to feel like their physical expressions. We talk about this a lot in church, right? They like the, the insides match the outsides, the things that you're feeling, thinking, doing match. And so like, I'll talk about them a lot when it comes to like, Things that we're uncomfortable with in a Western culture, like bowing when you pray, putting your arms when you're worshiping, um, even anointing with oil, like they're not magic physical things. They're things that say, like when you're praying for God's focused attention, you put the oil on the forehead as a, as a physical expression of what you're feeling or asking for in God inside. Mm-hmm. You bow in prayer, not because it's magical to bow in prayer, but because you're humbly approaching God and your body is doing right. the same thing. It's 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 merging. The, in, the innies and the outies, as this movie likes to talk about. Okay, so insides and outsides, and so like that. That so think of that. That's a Western problem with Christianity, with religion, and that's the same thing that we're talking about here. Is like I feel like I am more this masculine, feminine, 
um, attracted to this type of person or these right. types of personality traits or whatever that is. And so like you can fix that can be rectified without the presence of Jesus. If you can find a way for someone to go, you know what? I wasn't comfortable with who I am, but now I am. But to be honest, I've not, to Mike's point, I've not actually seen that happen outside of trusting that there is an authority that is bigger than me who can say right. such a thing. Because yep. otherwise I'm dependent on the opinion of other people, on the fickle uh, opinion of myself, on right. what I think of me. Yeah. Uh, and so like, it's, it's interesting because God did two things. He not only worked on what it looks like to acknowledge a God of the universe and a creator, um, but he also gets in there and solves the people level, the human level thing that makes us dissatisfied with ourselves. Um, and we get, we get a relationship with God plus a satisfaction with ourselves that comes with that understanding. It's, it's such a cool, what a cool thing. I, w- I wonder how long that took. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, how, how long was he part of this group uh, and listening and reflecting? And he went there for a reason. So he knew already something, what he was doing wasn't it. Something didn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. It, he thought it was. He, he really invested. He, he went all the way. But he still knew deep inside, it, this isn't what yeah. I thought it was. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's God. Maybe I'll find that at a church. Yeah. And then how long did that take? Because I'm sure any of us would fight back. We would resist. We'd hear things like, oh, totally. nope, nope, you guys are just what I thought you were. That's right. Somewhere in there, God broke through and said, no, just just let me, yep. let me be here. Yep. You, know what, you know what it is? Like, like, at what point, like in your ownership of a vehicle, do you start buying like seat covers or like steering wheel fancies or like loading it up with air fresheners, right? Like you don't start doing that until the car is starting to break down what it what it had originally, right? Like a brand new car, like you mm. don't instantly go out and buy yourself some you Tasmanian know, some, Devil seat cover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like a fuzzy steering wheel. Like yeah. you look at your steering wheel, you're like, this is getting gross. We're gonna cover up with this fuzzy thing. Yeah. Right. Or like we're gonna put seat covers on this thing, and maybe it won't, or get new floor mats. That'll really jazz the place up, right? Yeah. Get but the new never, car smell for the new cars. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> That's right. My my 1996 Corolla is a new car. This car smells Smith, like queso. Smith. I need to get some Christmas trees up in here. Right. So like so like. The three hundred bucks that you threw against like these new, you know, these new accoutrements for your rig, it's it ain't brand new and you know it, right? Yeah. You know it. And so like I look at a lot of this stuff like a lot like that. Right? Like like after a while, like there's something about the car or the or the thing that God gave you that starts to it just starts to break down and wear. And instead of taking it back to the dealership and going, put this back to new, like you start trying to solve it with, you know, fancy t- tire caps or you know like like a, a new license plate holder or whatever just to make you try to feel better about this thing but it's not you know it's not quite what it was supposed to be and you're throwing the best paltry means you have at it to try to get it to be better and you feel a little bit better about it but in the end it's not the rig it's yeah. not the brand new rig that was given to you or that you got you know and so like a lot of this stuff like when I think about it cuz I think about my own sin the same way right like if I'm not taking it back to God to get it fixed or looked at or or, or turn back into new, I'm really just trying to like make it better to the best of my abilities, which is whatever Walmart's offering for cheap hubcap liners now that I can just smack on there. And I'm like, look how great these tires look. And like, I fixed it with a $5 hubcap liner instead of like getting new rims for my, for my car or getting it put back to the way that it was meant to look. Yeah. Yeah, totally. 
You know, and I, I wonder, um, he was an influencer or he is one. I don't know, maybe he isn't now. I don't know. Yep. Um, it, you, you, you kind of crave attention, you know, this personality does because mm-hmm. he kept going with it. Yeah. And maybe that's what led to, to all these extra surgeries because he got attention. He got a conversation. Uh, I went to conference last, last week in, in Ohio and uh, I, I have a, like a really wild shirt, like a bright colored, just, just, I mean, just, it's just uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Dan. I'm, yeah. Right. I know it's hard for me. to. Yeah, can't imagine. No, this, this is over the top for me. Right. I mean, every time I wear this shirt, literally, Strangers come up to me and either love it or hate it. It's a shirt that has pictures of Dan in other shirts. <laughs> it's a tiled shirt of a bunch of his greatest hits of shirts. I'm, I'm going to try to get that. That's great. <laughs> but but I, I purposely wore this day one of the conference. I thought yeah, I, I'm working a booth, you know, I'm doing this stuff, and, and I thought I'm going to be a splash. And, and it was everywhere I went, people were just had this look of like I don't know how to take you, uh-huh. but they looked right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and the la- like the one of the last things of the day, I- I'm walking back to the room or something, and, and like one of the employees are like, "Man, I love that shirt." I said, "Yeah, people love it or hate it." And and I was talking, and he goes, "Man, it's not my style." And I said, "Yeah, it's not mine either, to be honest." But look, we're, we're having a conversation. <laughs> I have conversations all day long right. because of the shirt. Okay, so I-, I went back to the room and I and I put it away and I went back to my my, my you know earth tones for the for the uh-huh. rest, rest of the week <laughs> and i just can't help but wonder some of these influencers that that's what they're doing mm. you know that i got a surgery like i got my wild shirt i just i can take my shirt off yeah and and he you get addicted to it because that's why i wear it I, really it's not do. because i really i really it's, it's really an obnoxious shirt <laughs> <laughs> but man the conversations now that, that was that was a game you know and, and i can't help but wonder he got there and then but then he's broken because yeah. he's done permanent change to his body yeah you know, and the last thing we need to do is push him away because, oh no, you got this ugly shirt on and you've messed up yourself, and I don't want to. I don't want to be seen with you because you're a freak. And, and I'm so glad he found a church that said, "Hey, come on in. Yeah. We don't yeah. care what your shirt looks like." Yeah. Unlike the Foose Boys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's really a Dan Hudson level transformation you got there, friend. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to come to your church. Let me direct you to this church I'm aware of in Johnston. First of all, look at this shirt. <laughs> Yay or nay? You can be amongst your kind. Um, yeah, okay. So he continues. He says, um, uh, God may be the way I am, and I shouldn't be chasing this. It's not right, he told the outlet. I was just experiencing gender dysphoria. And I would have ruined my life and been super unhappy, he continued. He added that finding God and reading the Bible contributed to his detransition. I actually started going to church three months ago. There's the answer. Three months, there we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot. And I go several times a week now, Lennon explained. I've been reading the Bible, I've been learning online and watching YouTube videos about the teaching of Jesus, and that has really helped me in my detransition. It made me realize that God made me the way he did, and I should just stick with who I am, be who I am, and just find happiness. I think that that part sticks out to me. Uh, maybe if 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 if, if you anybody that's listening, that maybe you've gone through this, you're going through this, and you're in the middle of it, or you know people who are, is that like, like there's got to be a point where it triggers to say, look, I'm looking for who I am, and if it completely, if it ends up completely replacing you, it can't, it's not you, and and like you're not gonna find who you are, who you're created to be, by being somebody else and i i get it like sometimes there there are there's societal expectations around gender that starts to put you on what feels like a periphery i get that um that's a societal limitation it's not a god problem uh that like you're a more uh feminine fella uh or something like that because i I think what what's your point of (laughs) fuva 
What do you mean? <laughs> Did you see that too? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> You're more. You're a more effeminate fella. Yeah, this guy. Like this guy over this here this in the corner with the, with the, the bro air, tank man. on. The beard. <laughs> he was wearing an apron when he came in today. Um, but <laughs> I guess, you know, the, the point is, is that like, um, so, like some of the society, the societal pressures are that it's a fickle society around you. Um, and it's hard to push back. I mean, it's, it's peer pressure has been a thing forever. Um, but now it's getting at like core things like that. It's not just, Hey, are you wearing the right type of thing? Now we're getting at, Hey, are you the right, the gender we expect you to be? Or are you a furry? Yeah. Right. So like, you know, I, I get it. It, it, Anyway, it's more complicated than what I'm saying. I recognize that. But like, just as as you think about it, you, you, you can't find who you're created to be. Um, by becoming somebody else like you are who you are and i know what it feels like is it feels like what you're doing physically is to try to to match innies and outies like the thing that you feel that you are to like your physical appearance but like again if i can accept just like this this um fellow's talking about if that god made you the way that you are um then your closest path to happiness is to is to live in that than it is to kind of try to find it somewhere else London further detailed his detransition in a YouTube video titled Explaining My Detransition. He pushed back on the transgender ideology and shared that the transgender community criticized him for detransitioning. I almost feel like the trans lobby has become a cult, the social media influencer said. I left the trans community and suddenly they attacked me. They tried to dehumanize me. They call me names online. They compare me to some very horrible people. I saw one tweet comparing me to Hitler. But you know, I just ignore that and I don't pay attention to the hate. That's ultra lazy. You know, yeah, not really everyone is. can be compared to Hitler. You know what I'm saying? Hitler's a pretty enigmatic character throughout history, known for murdering millions of people. I don't think it's on par with someone detransitioning from whatever gender that yeah, they want. You were to on be. our side, and we really appreciated you when you were on our side and and trying to find your identity. But now that you're adversarial against us in trying to find your identity, but still trying to do the same thing, we hate you. And are comparing you to the person who kicked off the Holocaust. Now, now to be fair, like does Christianity suffer a little bit, like from our from our uh, our reactions to this, right? Because we would say, if you're trying to find your identity in Christ, we of course are on your side, and completely approve of that, right? Like, and then all, all of a sudden, if someone says, "Look, I'm trying to find my identity," it might be found somewhere else. We do just like a loving parent look at it and go, "That's not where it's going to be. I think this is not going to end end up providing you what you think it's going to." Um, I also wouldn't call anybody names that's trying to find. Well, so that's the thing is like, there's, there's, there's portions of our organization. that. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, no agree. You know? And so like, it, it is hard to look at the, the worst parts of the internet and the transgender community and their reactions and not see, you know, some skeletons in our own closet of, of uh, people basically not understanding what it looks like to follow Jesus. Cause we don't, we don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's true. And I think it, um, uh, there there is a different. I, I I don't know. Maybe I would say there's the every group has got what you think is like the the vocal pusher, and then you got people who are like trying to figure it out. I think Christianity's yeah, right. that way. I, I think that's probably true in the transgender community. Of course, like every community's got the folks where you're like, you know, that guy that like these folks are just using me because yeah. I I support their or it looks like I contribute to their view of the world. I I don't know. Christians are super prone to this. Like. I remember, remember, we used to go through like article over article every week. There was like, "Hey, this celebrity mentioned Jesus," and 
<laughs> like, yeah, we love them and we should go see all their movies. Kanye just I'm wrote like, a worship album. That guy was blaspheming. Like he didn't say Jesus Christ in a positive notation. Like you just, you just took it out of context and yeah. go, he must love him. Cause he said it five times. Yeah. The group gets painted by the loudest people. Yeah. Right. And so, so totally again, I, 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 we, we risk this type of, this type of article ends up in on a, on like a Christian site because we're like, Oh, see, but like, again, there's just a lot of complication in here. And uh, we are best served by remembering what the, what the article points out well, which is that God is good and faithful, um, and there is no such thing as g- gone or too far from where Jesus is not going to follow you and uh, call you back to him. Um, but, like, this also is one story out of, um, um, you know, 10,000 where this the thing is not happening or hasn't right. happened yet. Um and so, um, like we have to, we live in the gray. We live in the in the coral, um, and 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 the, the the mess of trying to figure out who we are as humans. And so, um, anyway, that, maybe that's the encouragement to the church. It's like there's 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 hope here that that people meet Jesus, and Jesus works out things that humans are bad at working out. Hey, this has been with Life in the Path. The audio on the rest of the show just got super dicey, so we had to cut it out. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll pick back up with you. Next week, thank you.